Happy New Wayan Language Week. So, Marlo and Evie, we're doing the Tahi the 17th of October. It is October. It's October. We're doing the Mahi halfway through the month inching towards Christmas, mm. are you feeling confident? About Christmas? Yeah. Or just in general? Je- I mean, in general... Is I it always good, feel like, confident, girl. Okay, but yeah. uh, how confident are you feeling about Christmas? Oh, this Christmas is going to be great. You know why? Spending what? it with my family instead of my boyfriend's family. Oh. Shout out to my boyfriend's family. Love you guys. But uh, that was the roughest game of Ticket to Ride I've ever played. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to hanging out with my family and just doing a bit of, uh, a bit of Cluedo, mm. in which I will cheat, and then nice. everyone will yell at me. It's going to be awesome. What about you? I'm already stressing out about buying presents. So many nieces and so many nephews. I just don't. I don't know what to do. Are you about to tell me that they are not all going to buy you a present? No, no, we're not buying. Like, I like we like made the decision this year that I was not going to buy for any of my like. I'm only buying for the nieces and nephews. Mm. I can't afford to buy for my cousins and my sisters and my parents as well. It's just too much. I'm like just the children, bro. They're the only ones that. My sisters have a prison. I'm not going to tell them in case they listen to the show. I doubt they do, but I'm not going to. I have a secret prison for them, nice. which will be cool. But their birthday is also like, what, five days before Christmas? Oh, I, yeah. I, me too. My birthday is on the 14th of December. Everybody send me gifts. I'm a Sagittarius. You're welcome. But like, it, I when people give me, this is your joint birthday and Christmas present. Mm. There's nothing that enrages me more than that. What? You're born in July, so you get more presents than me? I didn't make any of these decisions, so uh, I want two separate gifts. I usually do the, like, usually my sisters will get a... Some years it changes. Sometimes I prioritise their birthday over Christmas, and some years it's the other way around. I, I like to buy them a gift for each day, but, like, sometimes, like, the the birthday present might just be a little smaller. Like, it's like a set of candles, but then their Christmas present is trainers. That's I, how I usually do it. Yeah, I... I, I yeah, nah. Christmas is not a huge deal in my house. <laughs> so Christmas presents are always little. For example, last year my mum wrapped up an apple nice. and gave that to me. Um, I'm actually allergic to oh, really? the skin on an apple, so I don't know what she was thinking there. But thank you, mum, for that very She tried to assassinate thing. you. Yeah, my mum tried to... She put a hit out on me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, coming up on the show. We've got a ton. Uh, standard are joining us later on. Gracie Moller is joining us live from the UK. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff to catch up on over the weekend, and to help us do that, our illustrious third co-host. What are we? What are we actually going to title her? Like, I feel like calling her the third co-host is almost like rude. She's a head of news. Head of news. Head of news. Yes. Why is here with the headlines? Kia ora, te wā. Here are your headlines. Christopher Luxon set to become the nation's next Prime Minister. National will lead the next government after the party had 38.95% of the party vote and gained 50 seats. Maipi Clark becomes country's youngest MP with win in Hauraki Waikato. Hannah Rafati Maipi Clark has won the Hauraki Waikato electorate, making her the youngest elected MP in Aotearoa. North Canterbury households still without power as new weather warnings issued. A North Canterbury Lions company says it could be several more days before all customers have power restored as freshwater warnings are issued for parts of the South Island. Dr Mayanuku taking Pacific Power back at the Met. Mayanuku is the first Indigenous 
specific person to hold a curatorial position at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. Nuku looks after a collection of more than 2,000 works of Pacific Taonga from some 20,000 islands. Rural students face bigger climb to enter university. Auckland University research found NCEA results and university entrance rates were about 15% lower for for rural students compared to urban students. Urban students were usually better resourced because of their larger roles. All Blacks defeat Ireland in dramatic victory. The All Blacks pulled out one of their most memorial performances at the Rugby World Cup and holding out Ireland in that dramatic quarter-final in Paris. The final score was 28-24. Those are your headlines. Speaking of headlines, there was an important one there, right, Evie? Well, the, the All Blacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That was the biggest thing that happened over the weekend for me, personally. Mm, yeah. yeah. Probably the only good thing that happened to me over the weekend. Feels. Feels. It was a great game, too, by the way. Ooh. That is a Ooh. kind of game I like to watch. I know people want to just see the All Blacks throttle everyone they play, but I want a game where I'm on the edge of my seat, and that was it. Ireland are a mean team, and that was so good to watch. I love seeing all the reaction videos. Someone made, like, a combined all the reaction videos, Mm. and it's just a bunch of people just jumping around in their homes. I'm like, what a happy, partially happy weekend. Taika Waititi was there. Was he at the game? Yeah, he was at the game. There's footage of him reacting to the All Blacks winning. Was he there with uh, Cousin Rita, or was he there by himself? Um... A salmon cousin Rita. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wasn't there. I don't think. It just showed him, and he looked, he looked proud in his All Blacks jersey too. I was just oh, like, that's a king right there. That's a young king. I'm really happy for the All Blacks. This means they push on through. South Africa also pushed on through, so we'll be meeting them at some point in the future, and depending on how they will go, because they won the last World Cup. So. I forgot who won the last World Cup because it wasn't us. Yeah. So I just didn't. Pretty sure it was South Africa. I'm pretty sure it was South Africa. Mm. Um, but I, I was, I was loving mm. it. I was watching all the footage that um, RNZ's been doing on the socials, and they were talking to a lot of South African fans about mm. their um, that game with France yesterday, which mm. was also insane. And they were all like so chill and so nice, and they were all like, "Yeah, we want to meet the All Blacks in the final. We want to beat the best team. We want to defend against the best team." Like, like they're all like supporting the All Blacks because they want to beat the All Blacks. Mm. And I was like, "That's honourable." Mm. That's honourable. You want to be the best, you got to beat the best. I mm. like that. Sportsmanship. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, All Blacks and Springboks is like a historic... Yeah. You know? Nelson Mandela came to a game, bro. It's huge. Ooh, like, you know, I did like, not know that. Really? Have you not seen Invictus? Nope. Oh, there's some real history you got to get into okay. about that. I just yeah. want Charlize Theron to come. That's... that's <laughs> well, when I start thinking about, like, South African celebrities, I'm like, Charlize! I want to mm. see Charlize at the game. Mm. I love Charlize. Yeah. What are the celebrity? Is there a celebrity you'd like to see at the rugby game? A South African one? Or just any? Um, hmm. Good question. Dennis Mash. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mohi. Jason Momoa is going to be there for sure. Oh, that dude's a huge All Blacks have, fan. Yeah, did you see his reaction video? He and he was loves this drunk. <laughs> he was drunk. Like, it was off, so Jason. obvious. He's just like, I bleed black. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. He's like New Zealand's biggest fan. Yeah. I love yeah. that for him. Surely we've given him citizenship. Right, like if we haven't, we got a new government, man. Get onto this quick. <laughs> Get onto the stat. All right. Get onto it. Um, there's some also not so great news out of the World Cup, though, especially for Sotomayor. 
Fiji. Robbed. 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 That was so bad. One point. Mm. One point. Mm. Great oh. game. Really proud of Fiji. But I do feel like they got robbed. Yeah. I, I feel for them. Wasn't it like the score mm. was like 24 all like for a lot of the game? Nah. Oh, nah. Okay. So it like, was like, it was now? like, um, Fiji were losing at halftime. Uh, and then they ran things up in the uh, last like 20 minutes. Yeah. And they were just skating through. They like really got onto it. They just made it. I think they just honestly. I think they just made a few too many mistakes. And at that level of competition, you can't make mistakes. No. You know they get capitalized on. So very pl- proud of the uh, flying Fijians. However, that is a yeah. awesome achievement. I'd love to see that. They I think they got further than Samoa. So. And was that their first year in? Oh my god! I... Am I just making up stuff about the rugby now? I, don't know if you are. I think that's the that's, that's the furthest they've ever been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the furthest they've ever been, but I don't think that's their first time in the rugby oh, yeah. world cup. Well, still great, good on them for getting so far this time. But of Shout course, we'd love teams. to see them go all the way. I want to see them win. Yeah, I'd love to see. Imagine the fly fee, flying Fijians beat All Blacks. I don't even know if many New Zealanders would be that mad. Like, we love our All Blacks, but, like, a lot of us love Fiji as well. Yeah, right? Yeah. We get some of our best plays from there. Yeah. You, know what I mean? awesome. <laughs> like, you can't really support... You can't be like, oh, no, the island teams beat the All Blacks because it's kind of... That's where they all got yeah. them from, you know? Like, yeah. But, um... I knew you'd be a bit upset about that. Yeah, pretty I was good. thinking of you. That was our happened. last Pacific team out. They were yeah. the longest, last one standing. So shout out to the Flying Fijians. Great effort. Genuinely really entertaining to watch. Played great. Love them. Should we sing them out? I really wanted to sing them out. I'm not singing them out. I'm not <clears throat> singing them out. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. Joining us in the studio today, our illustrious guests from all over the Motu as well as Australia. Very grateful to have three iconic artists coming out of Otara who have, I think, I think it's quite fair to say that my also would be one of the biggest records of the last 10 years. Very grateful to have you guys in the studio celebrating the release of your latest single. Jay, T-Roy, Giannis, Standard. How are we, boys? Doing good, man. Good. good to see you. Yeah, yeah, man, it's a nice to find. We've been talking, like, I've been messaging you for a couple years yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to get an interview with you guys, but oh, you're man. hard to track down. So it's cool to see you in the country for this. Um, the latest release that you have here, Tomorrow People in Canaan, um, the single of yours, It's You. It's out on all streaming platforms. We are recording this on Friday. You're hearing it on Tuesday. But how does it feel now that the single's out? Man, the release process is, is a roller coaster, right? Yeah. Yeah, for me, man, like, uh, because we sit on the song for months sometimes mm. years and in this case uh, january was the first time we when we started recording it and we i think we finished we finished it in jan so um i've heard the song on repeat in my car yeah <laughs> like yeah. more times than i you know i can do you hate it by the time it comes out because you've heard it so much I, I don't hate it it's just it's that excitement that you initially had back then when you wrote it it kind of uh, dies down and so yeah i think you just gotta like for me anyway i gotta kind of force myself to get into the whole promo and, mm. and, and kind of help everyone else get excited for it because I've already thrashed it in my car for, yeah, you know yeah. but um, that feels good man uh, yeah, release release days definitely uh, you know feel quite vulnerable leading up to it because you know like you've held on to this, this piece of yourself I guess mm. um, for so long and, and for it to be out there is uh, scary but exciting at the same mm. time mm. yeah um, Giannis with, you guys have worked with Kanan before in the past yep um, and Tomorrow People's uh, first time working with them. Yeah, mm. for sure. How was it 
how was it linking up with tomorrow people oh man a dream come true yeah that's all we can really say like grew up listening to them um mm. high school well like towards the end of high school and all the way up until now so to yeah to even be in the, in the same space as them and have them recognize the work that we've done and, and want to jump on the track with us is it's huge for us mm. um so yeah really a big blessing and especially mr every reggae song every song is a reggae song so i just messed that up but um having him on the track as well it's just crazy like the production I mean, it speaks for itself once you hear the the music so yeah uh, we're, we're, shout out to more yeah. people shout out um and tiri when it comes to like because you guys are sort of no strangers to working with other musicians. I mean, you guys have done a lot of feature records with a lot of incredible talent. Yeah. But what was it like working with Tomorrow People in particular? It was easy, like, easy going. Mm. I guess um, it was cliche to say, but, like, you know, like, technology now. Um, it's easy to, I guess, work, especially when you're, like, not together. Mm. So I think it started off with a beat from um, Kanan, and then we sent it to, we hit up... Uh, Wait, who did we hit up? Uh, Avina. Avina. Avina so yeah. Yeah. He actually reached out. He reached out to us. We bumped into him at um at uh One Love. What was meant to be One Love at the start of the year got cancelled, mm. and then they did the gig in Hamilton oh, with uh, yeah, Fiji, yeah. Jay Bull, Chloe Kai, Ruben Soldiers, and we were lucky enough to open up the night. Mm. And Avina was there, and um yeah man, we just got to talking, and then uh, we finished recording the song, and he asked for it probably like a couple months after that, and uh, yeah. What is it like? Because you guys, are, I think the something that I really respect about you guys is you haven't, you're really good at touching other genres. I feel like it's never like a, oh, snap, standard are doing this genre or that. Because you guys have done such a good job of tackling all of those off the rip. But do you guys, when it goes into creating a new record, are you like, we're going to hit this genre. This is the next one we're going to make. We're going to make like a more of a reggae style record. Or do you just kind of go in there and just let the feelings take place? Um, I think a bit of both. Uh, like, I don't think we intentionally go out and try to hit every single genre, but I think because we listen to such a diverse uh, catalogue of music, mm. you know, there's three of us and we all listen to different things. And, uh, you know, if uh, my thing is, if, if, you don't, if you don't box yourself into listening to one type of music, then, you know, us as artists and as creators, like, why should we box ourselves into making just one genre of music mm. and um you know it works for people um out there and, and for us what's worked for us is kind of just doing what we want mm. really and um that's the beauty of, of being independent and um just being able to yeah kind of release whatever the music wherever the music takes us mm. uh, that's where we'll go you know what is it like to i i suppose i mean it's, this is a question that's probably been asked to death but i've always been curious when you create a record as monumental as my soul going in to make the next record is that liberating knowing that you've done it you've made the you've made the record or it does it feel quite nerve-wracking being like we have to meet that again <laughs> uh, a bit of both um obviously like we we had a feeling that my soul would would do well but i mean we weren't expecting for it to blow up like that mm. and when it did like obviously like that's the biggest achievement of our our short career to date um so in that sense like really happy that it happened but like you said like it is it's nerve-wracking as well because um like all the the music that we've made since then is kind of like portrayed in that lens of like um trying to trying to recapture that that kind of uh, that buzz and that hype that was uh, mm. around my also so 
but at the same time, um, I feel like we, yeah, we just don't need to get to us that much. Yeah. Yeah, so fun, just man. like you said, we just release whatever, whatever mm. kind of music we feel like at that at that time. So, I think it would have been very easy for us after my also to kind of uh, to kind of shy away from the challenge that it presented mm. in terms of following it up with something. But we kind of we never really thought of it like that. You know, we we didn't think, oh, this next record has to match. You know, the hype of my also. We just kind of went and we knew that we had a lot more stories and experiences that we wanted to share through our music and we just kind of went about it and i feel like um we've done a pretty good job at uh like although my, my, everyone knows us from my also we also have a few other songs yeah. and um you know we have a, a decent catalog right now that um there are other songs within our catalog that people kind of resonate with and not mm. just my also which is um you know a good thing for us but you got you guys catalog is unreal like genuinely, like for for artists who have had a career, I don't want to say short because it feels ingenuous, but I think for what you guys have released, there's so many great records that you guys have put out. Like oh, sincerely, like um, I was like, I think like I think a year ago, or like even around the release time of Jukebox when mm. that dropped, I like went back and looked through, and I was just like, oh, this unreal amount of like great records. <laughs> I think that's something that's really admirable about you guys is you maintain such a level of quality across your career um but what is the goal for standard what do you want to see from you guys as a collective say maybe 10 years from now i think um i think definitely continuing to kind of challenge ourselves uh musically and you know keep leveling up and and one of the things i've been thinking about recently about our journey is that um we kind of never we've never released perfection and uh, I feel like with a lot of artists, it, it, it's quite easy to sit on songs and let them build up because you don't think it's the right time or you don't think it's quite finished. But one thing, I, I when I look back at our career, you can see the progression, you can hear the progression in the songs, in the lyrics, in the production, in, in you know, the audio. And um, that's one thing that I'm I'm quite proud of, the fact that we never if we felt like we wanted to release something at the time we just released it and and i feel like if you listen from the from our first track poly people till now it's been a continuous improvement you know in our songwriting in our um you know beat selection or, or whatever it may be and so i guess we just want to keep continuing that um you know perfection's not the goal for us um if anything it's just continuing to be true and authentic in, in what we release and uh yeah, I, th- I think, sorry, I'm talking too much, but um, <clears throat> I think, the, like you said, the ultimate goal for us is for our songs to still be relevant in 10 years' time. And um, I think we've done a pretty good job of that, of that at the moment, and I think that's the ultimate goal. You know, we, we don't want to just release music and gas out after a few years. Um, we kind of want, you know, we all have kids now, mm. so mm-hmm. it is a bit more challenging for us to continue to make music, but... You know, I feel like we all have a passion for it. We all love music, mm. and so we'll do what, we'll do what needs to be done. You know, um, as we can over the next few years to continue to leave something for for our kids and, and, the, and the next generation. And that's the ultimate goal for us: just mm. leave something behind that our kids can be proud of. Mm. And where can listeners keep up to date with what you boys got going on? Because I also see like the likes of T-Roy has done some solo work. Where can mm. we keep up to date with not only Standard but you boys individually? You can find us on. Everywhere. <laughs> Find us on uh, Instagram. In the air. <laughs> In the air, over there, over here. Uh, yeah, you can find us on uh, Insta at 
standard music. music. Yep, standard music. And also, uh, also here, Tiroy, like you said, he has some original stuff. Mm-hmm. At Leo the Artist on Instagram or L-E-O on, on Spotify. Did you see the um did you see the judge that got caught on camera texting during trial? Like five hundred texts yeah. or something? Yeah. I did see I saw the headline, but I didn't actually read the full article. Fill me in. So I mean like I'm not, I won't get into it too much. Um but she she like this judge during what was I'm pretty sure a murder trial Oof. was texting I think her bailiff or something like that. Um during the trial, sent 500 texts talking about the jurors, the defense attorney, um, saying that one of the cops was hot, um, saying, like, I think she said, like, quote, like, I'd love him back in my courtroom, um, and, like, a bunch of stuff. And, like, this poor dude's, like, life is on the line, and she was just texting the whole way through. So she's actually... She's losing her job as a judge. Well... Which is fair, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's expensive. Uh, not a lot of jobs where I'm like, you shouldn't be on your phone. But that is definitely one of them, right? Yeah. Um, and it looks like this guy's case might get overturned and he might get another chance in court, which seems only fair if the judge wasn't listening, you know? I mean, I don't know the details of the case, mm. but if it were me and I was on that stand and there was some judge just texting, I'd be like, yeah, right? What? Like, I think it's only like, I don't know what the crime is. He could be a really bad person. I don't know. Mm. But everyone deserves a fair trial. And I think if your judge sends 500 texts throughout your case, <laughs> ah, you know what I mean? Probably not fair. But uh, it, it made me think about, like, what are some of the worst places you could possibly text or send a text? Do you have anywhere that you feel like you've sent a text and it's just been like, or, like, is there a time where you've felt like you sent a text at a wildly inappropriate time? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, if your friend is crying and you check your texts, don't do that. Uh, don't do that. You're just going to upset her more. Yeah. Don't do that. Also, like, a funeral, depending on the funeral. Mm. I feel like some of them, people might be all good with it. Mm. Other ones, they might be like... Mm. Yeah. I used to work in um, a, a retail department store, which will remain nameless. And I check my phone once at work. And I got in so much trouble. Oh, really? And I just, it just wasn't worth it. I just got yelled at. I got told off. It was embarrassing. Mm. It made me feel small. Mm. Um, and I was like, I was just checking what my friend said. And I could have just not. I, um, my little sisters bought me an Apple Watch because when I was bouncing, I couldn't check my phone. Mm. So they bought it for me so I could check my texts. But I didn't realize that not everyone is accustomed to the idea of an Apple Watch. So, like, sometimes you'll be, like, in the middle of an important conversation and then you go like this because you get a text and people go, oh, sorry, are you in a rush? Because <laughs> they think I'm checking the time, but, but I'm just, like, mm-hmm. checking a text. And it's happened. I've done it at some really bad times. I have. I won't get into it. But is anybody, like, is somebody's, like, in the middle of a very deep heart-to-heart just trying to let me know what's going on in their lives. And then it's like... Oof. And they're like... Do you have somewhere to be? I'm like, oh, no, 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 just taking chick, chick, chick in a text. I feel like the worst places to text would be driving. Don't text and drive. You shouldn't. Don't text and drive. Just don't. Like. Don't text and drive. Um, don't text at the movies. Um, do not. Don't text at the movies? Yeah, don't text at the movies. Don't take a call at the movies. Don't Texting's text at fine. the movies. No, I don't want to see your phone light. I'm trying to watch just the screen. I want to see your little phone light. Go away. Go away. Turn your phone off. Don't text at the movies, in my opinion. Mm. Um, don't text... On the log flume at Rainbow's End. Don't do that. 
don't do that. Don't text on the the fearful either, because if you drop that phone, you might you might be at a murder trial. You might hit someone because you, you can die. Oh yeah, yeah, you, you can die. Yeah, yeah you can straight up die. I'm not saying that like I would kill them. That's a bit dark. I would never do that. How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know, but I'll tell you what we got to do. We're going to move on. <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. That means uh, we're day after new music, as as you know. Mondays, fresh turns. We recap the weekend of releases. Uh, this week's featured artist, Standard. Uh, they just dropped on Friday their record with Tomorrow People in Kane and Any. It's you. It's huge. It's a great record. It feels like summertime. They are our featured artists. But also in local releases, we have Paige, Church, Eno, Olivia Fawai, and the illustrious Gracie Moller. Evie, what do okay. we have on Global? Well, we got some good ones on Global. Uh, Troy Savan, one of your girls. Seen that video? Sweet like Marabou. Um, yeah. Choice of Art like, does drag in the music video and like looks so pretty. Mm. It's actually outrageous. Like, oh, really? Face card never declines for Choice of Art and drag. Um, We've got Ice Spice and Rima, Pretty Girl, uh, Drake, Sexy Red and Scissor, Rich Baby Daddy, Pink Pantherist, Capable of Love, and Boy Genius, Black Hole. Um, Pink Panther's got an album coming out. It's going to be the best 15 minutes of my life. <laughs> See, I like her a lot. Her songs be short, yeah, though. Yeah, they do be really and, short. And, like, good for her. No judgment. I like a short song, but I've just been seeing a lot of jokes about, like, the album's going to be, like, I don't know, like a t- like a TikTok length long, but it's going to be great. Probably. It's going to be the greatest 15 minutes yeah. of Sonic history. Good for her. Uh, all of that and more added to the Tahi list available on Spotify or streaming 24-7 on the website tahi.fm. Check it out. And other extremely important news over over the weekend or last week, more specifically, uh, there was a competition in California for like big vegetables. Who can grow the biggest vegetable? Like Hobbit vibes, mm. sort of the dream life. Um, and there is a pumpkin that has set the world record for like the biggest pumpkin. The pumpkin is called Michael Jordan because this pumpkin is bigger than Michael Jordan. And it's a pumpkin. It's huge. Huge. Do you know how much? And it weighs 1,247 kg. It's a pumpkin. It's so big. They had to put it on a little crane Mm. to weigh the pumpkin. They had to drive it 33 hours across America because there was no other way to transport this huge ass pumpkin. And the guy who grew it was like, I'm not putting that on a plane. Mm-hmm. The pressure up there, the size of it, it's a fragile giant pumpkin. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, it also, I just, when I envisioned a giant pumpkin, I thought it would be in shape. But it's kind of like, it looks a little deflated. It looks hideous. Oh, I it's a weirdly it's, shaped It's pumpkin. ugly. It kind of yeah. looks like it's lying on its side. It doesn't quite look like it's having a great time, but it is huge. I want to eat it. I want to eat the pumpkin. It's, I read the article... I think they, they, this is, and this is so American, they were like, it could make, I think it was like 637 pumpkin pies. Yep, 687 pies they believe it could make. Or just like, man, imagine that roast. Imagine all that pumpkin. That is a... Oh, I want to eat the pumpkin. I want to eat the giant pumpkin, man. Mm. I just, it just makes me want to change my life completely Mm. and just become a person who grows really big pumpkins Mm. and I go to my little pumpkin contest and we go yay about the big pumpkin Mm. much like a hobbit should we be concerned about what he what like if he used any chemicals to grow the pumpkin 
I don't think he did. He says he grows it in his backyard and he watered it up to 12 times a day and feeding and fertilizing it a bit more than he usually would, is all he said. This guy's very casual about growing the world's biggest pumpkin. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I, he's like, well, I put in, I put in the work so I could put a smile on people's faces. He just wants to be, he just wants everyone to be happy about a big pumpkin. He wants us to have a simple life, I, like a hobbit, again, like a hobbit. He's just like, you know what's really going to change the world? You know what? Every catastrophe happening, all the just the, the division in our great sphere of life I the pumpkin will bring us together the pumpkin will bring us together I love the pumpkin do you love mm. the pumpkin well praise be to the pumpkin yeah man I'm gonna worship the pumpkin Gracie how is the UK tell me everything about your international travels the UK is good um yeah it's getting cold here it's been really fun I've just been doing writing sessions and recording and I went to Amsterdam last week for a day which was really fun um and yeah no I've been loving it so we are here to chat about your debut EP, which is so exciting. Yay! Thank you. So tell me a little bit about the EP overall. Like, what's the general vibe that we should be expecting? The EP overall is all about relationships. Um, there's sort of two narratives going at the same time in Wasn't Gonna Last Forever and Didn't Peak at 17. That's all about letting go of relationships um, and then make it right and mess for you. Um, those two songs are about entering into new relationships and uh, the sort of negative self-beliefs that you have to shed and um, the sort of, I can't believe this is really happening. I can't believe they've chosen me feeling. Um, and yeah, in general, it's all about sort of how I viewed myself at the time when I was writing it when I was 19 years old and the things that I was trying to let go of and the things that I was trying to bring into my life. Love it. Bit of growth, definitely. But I was like listening, I was like, oh, this this is growth. This is that moment. And I want to talk about some of the lyrics in Didn't Peak at 17. Because, like, first of all, love that song. I, I was like, let's go. But, like, there's some scathing lines in there. So the first one is, um, it was great at first when I thought we'd be friends for life until you started making out with every guy I liked. And then I'm glad I didn't peak back in 2019. Because if I did, I worry I'd be just as mean. And I would kick myself if I saw me succeed. Like, ow, owie. It's so, like, direct. What did it feel like when those lyrics, like, came out of you? It felt really good. Um, the song is, yeah, it's an interesting one. It's definitely really inspired by um, my life when I was 17 years old and sort of the people that I tried to fit in with and didn't really fit in with. But it's also very much based on your classic mean girl archetype. And I actually wrote the song after watching Mean Girls. And so the character in the song is very based around uh, your Regina George type um, character. And so it was really fun to be able to write a song with that, um, with that sort of, yeah, narrative, and then also include my own sort of feelings into it as well. I remember back, back in when my youth, when like, you have that friend who you say you like a guy and then they like go get with them for whatever like power trip they're going to be on. I was, it like brought me back there and I was like, I'm mad again. Like I'm re-mad 10 years later. I'm like, man, I'm going to message this girl. Like, <laughs> for real though, loved it. And I also loved that it was kind of giving summer of 2010. Yay. Oh my gosh. I'm glad that you feel that way. Thank you. Last good summer we had. 
honestly. Yeah. 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 You're coming into your 20s now, and I think that comes through in the music, that growth. What do you hope will be different about your 20s um, from your teens? Oh, my gosh. Um, I hope that in my 20s I make better choices. <laughs> um, I had a pretty, like, wild uh, adolescence, I guess. I was signed to a record deal really young, and then in my later teens I think I had a bit of a party phase. Um, and I think, I mean, I know myself so much better now, and I know – um yeah who to hang out with you know I, I feel like I, I choose uh people that I hang out with now um in a way better way and um I guess I hope that in my 20s I continue to grow and continue to um I guess like self-reflect and I think I think I hope I'm nicer to myself as well <laughs> like I think in my teens especially my later teens and when I was writing this EP I was um quite sort of hard on myself and had a lot of uh negative self-beliefs and I think I'm still working on those but um but I hope that I continue to yeah be kind to myself that's such a wise <laughs> answer I love it you're gonna be fine <laughs> you're gonna be totally fine when you think about your career going forward is there someone that you look up to that you want to emulate in a way or oh my gosh I mean that's really, I feel like she's so different to me in the way that her career started out, but I really, really admire Taylor Swift, obviously. And I think something that's so cool about her is how she really does care about like every single one of her fans. And um, I think that's really cool. And I mean, it's so important to like give back to the people that listen to your music and stuff because um, yeah, it's like, you know, they don't have to do that. They're choosing to and they're choosing to buy tickets to your show and, you know, buy your merch and all of that stuff. So I think it's yeah, such a special thing to be able to, um, yeah, have like one-on-one -on -one conversations with your fans and really um, appreciate them. I guess I would want to emulate that for sure. Have that like real person-to-person -person relationship, right? Like I think that's yeah. nice. Touring in the UK, that's, I mean, that's crazy. Like... That must have that must have been like. Were you on the plane? Like, I'm really doing this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. No. It was wild. It was like yeah, one UK show earlier this year, and then the ones in Europe. And when I was flying from London to Cologne in Germany, I was like, oh my gosh, this is wild. And I was having a mini freak out. But um, it was yeah. I was also so excited, and it was so cool. And um, yeah, kind of like running on adrenaline the whole time. So <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I remember when I was flying from New Zealand, this was back in April before I was going on the tour. I was flying from New Zealand to London and I stopped over in Singapore and I got a message from this fan um, in Antwerp in Belgium and they were like singing Miss For You. Um, and I was like, and you could hear their accent and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like these are real people. Because when it's on social media, you're sort of like, you know, it just feels uh, quite far away. But, yeah, to get, like, a voice note from them was just crazy. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah. That's adorable. Um, what are the best and worst things about being on tour? Ooh, um, the best thing is definitely meeting fans. Like, that is by far the best thing ever. And just being able to, like, yeah, talk to them in real life. Um, and, yeah, like... I don't know, share that experience of uh, playing music in front of them and then singing back the lyrics and stuff. Worst thing is definitely 
um, the lack of sleep and like my ankle was really sore from flying and so I couldn't walk properly and like it's just like a lot of things that you just like your body kind of just like starts crumbling over time when you're sleeping on a tour bus and stuff but um but yeah no it's so much fun <laughs> uh what advice would you give uh to the girl listening to didn't peak at 17 who's like that is me right now what do you say to her um, I would say, like, stick up for yourself. If people say things that hurt your feelings, um, don't, like, brush it off or, like, make it a joke. Uh, just, like, stick up for yourself. And also, um, don't try and make people like you if you don't even like them. <laughs> if you don't even get along with people, uh, why try and fit in with people? that you don't like so yeah it's insanely <laughs> insanely good advice i didn't figure that out till i was like 27 like <laughs> anyway yeah. thank you so much for joining us you're welcome yeah thanks so much for having me you know we're talking about um like kids shows that we did or did not watch the other day mm. what was that show about the kid that was raised by wolves and then they were it was a jungle book am i thinking of jungle book the jungle book one of the kids is raised by a bunch of different animals in the jungle and then this tarzan with tarzan. young tarzan is raised by uh monkeys chimps gorillas animals animals with thumbs <laughs> and yeah and thumbelina thumbelina see mm. you get it i was thinking about as well there's like songs there's a song i like called raised by wolves there's a band called raised by wolves and i was like if i were to be raised by an animal mm. would i want it to be wolves would I want to be raised by wolves specifically if I had the choice? I reckon I would go for monkeys. Why monkeys? Because, okay, this is my... Thank you for asking. Um, This is my thought process. Is that they teach you... You know the ones that swing real mean? Mm. And they've got the long arms and stuff? Mm. They could teach me to do that. Oh, so you could just have like a Tarzan childhood. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, but like imagine I'm around the CBD or I'm just swinging around. I think it'd just be good for my commute. Like mm. getting from A to B would be Good easier or like a, all those vines all that those are growing vines, you know, the, 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 like you know the what are they called street lamps lamp light power light the power... big lights yeah you know them street lamps yeah swing across those bad boys or a gazelle because then you could they maybe teach you to jump real good real high real fast even though and then but you might be on all fours though which would be a bit awkward when you reintegrated back into society. You'd mm. have to, like, stand up for the first time. Mm. Which you wouldn't have that issue if you were raised by monkeys. Mm. Anyway, what do you reckon? Opposable thumbs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Separates us from the animals. Um, I don't know, man. I've seen um, Finding Nemo. You know the turtles? Yeah. I'd love to be raised by turtles. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just sit in the sun all day, swim. Mm. I don't know what they eat. I don't know if I'd enjoy it. I feel like I'd probably lean more towards, like, a... Like a bat. Oh, a bat. Imagine just eating... Controversial. Imagine just eating berries all day. That could be cool. I already sit in the dark all the time because I can't go out in the daylight because I get sunburnt. Yeah. I just sit in my little cave eating berries. It's very close to what I already do. That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Or like a... I feel like a fun animal be raised by like kangaroos. Oh, man. I'd be... Or I'd be so... Oh, my God. I just thought of a movie. I just thought of a movie idea. Okay, a man, he's raised by kangaroos. He goes on to become the best boxer who ever lived. But he, like, can't really talk because he was raised by kangaroos. Mm. That'd be an awesome movie. It'd be an awesome movie. I'd watch that. And his name's, like, Joey? Oh, yes. Yes. I'd watch that. Yeah. I would watch the 
fuck out of that. Yeah, I watched that movie. Dude. Yeah, the underdog story about the kangaroo man. And then yeah. in the end, he wins the big championship, but he just wants to go back to the outback. Mm. He, just wants he to wins go. a lot of money, and he just buys a reservation Dude, to yes. ensure that all his other kangaroo whanau get to live safely. Do you think, it, yeah. Yeah, kangaroo girlfriend. And then his dad, and then his dad, um, his dad gets caught, goes viral on YouTube for grabbing a dog <laughs> and getting punched in the face by him. <laughs> he's like, "No, not my dad!" Like that's one of the controversies. Like Joey's dad was caught on YouTube, and it's just his dad. <laughs> I like this film idea. Yeah, I like that too. We should do more film ideas. We should do more film ideas. Uh, well. That is about all the time we have for today, getting into the uh, last minutes of the show. Um, as you may have noticed, Matua Harry, no longer with us. Yeah, he's in... Oh. In the arms of an angel. He went on holiday. He's on holiday. <laughs> yeah, we miss him though, we miss him. Yeah, I've been doing his job for one day so far. I've also been doing his job. Yeah, We're it's been... Him. I'm not getting paid extra for it. It's kind of rough. Oh, I've been smashing it in these meetings, bro. Mm. I've been smashing it. You should see me in a meeting. I think that I, I think I might be born to just like take meetings. To tell people what to do. I mean, I'm like... great in meetings. <laughs> I don't tell anyone what to do. I just made strong suggestions, and then what did I come back with? Strong Opportunities. Suggestions are so funny. Yeah, strong what? suggestions is such a funny phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's gonna do it. Come on. That's so fucking funny. What's that line from um, uh, The Incredibles where she's like, at least saving the world to the men? I don't think so. That was me in my meeting yesterday. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was oh, awesome. Sure. I loved it. Um, why Merirangi? Job unaffected. She's, yeah, she's just chilling. She's just chilling. She's, she's just doing... She's killing she's it. having a good time. Yeah, not I a care in the world. That production I actually, like, almost went blind staring at the laptop yesterday doing the music scheduling for the website. Oh, yeah? I was like, oh, my God. It, it took an hour, so it wasn't... It's not like... It, it's just tedious. Yeah. But I was just, like, looking at that screen, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I get why Harry goes for lunch. You know, I don't oh, take... he goes for lunch for, like, how long? Yeah. yeah. He just leaves. He just leaves. Is it, he... honestly... Nothing's changed. He's just not here. Yeah, no, same. But Harry just like fun fact about Harry, he just he just go. You, like, I'll be sitting at my desk. Harry sits behind me, and I'll spin around and be like, "Has oh, where's Where he? he gone? Where is he? Where's he gone? He goes for lunch dates with people all the time. He like catches up with friends. Yeah, I don't. I can't be bothered. Do you, like does anyone just catch up with friends? Do you like, hey, let's organize a lunch in town because we both work in town. Let's go meet somewhere. He does that. I used to do that. Really? Yeah. Oh. Me and my me and the borough oh. Jackson, shout out Jackson, Mantis Lord, shout outs. Um, we used to go like spend money we didn't have at like Fed Deli and shit. Oh, and like meet really? up for lunch. But then we got a bit too busy with our jobs like not being entry level anymore. Mm. So we, we don't really do it as much. But it used to be good when uh, we were putting in less effort at work. I'd never go to catch up. I don't want to socialize while I'm at work. I'm already doing enough socializing. It's like overload. Half my day at work is socialising. I, I put it. I block out an hour in my calendar, just wander around and gossip with people. I know you do. You do go for a gate, like a and little, a little wander. We get a lot out of it, man. Mm. We get a lot out of it. I like my lunch break consists of me putting headphones on, finding a video on YouTube, and eating my lunch at my desk. That's how it's always been because yeah, I don't. Do my it. my lunch my break is a break from people. 
Oh, I just want to go talk to new people. I'm like, I'm like, what are the news girlies doing? And what's the tea? Literally, oh, me. Yeah. I like walk into the photo guy. I'm like, what's up, everybody? What's the drama? Who mm. who put a seafood chowder in the microwave? Because like, <laughs> you are insane. You are insane. That kitchen up there smells so bad, by the way. This, bro, the, someone is just daily cooking fish the, at work. The standard boys were, when we were waiting for the studio to get set up, we were waiting there, and the boys were like, bro, what is that smell? And I happened to be like, I think it's the fridge. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's not good. Shout out to Gracie Muller. Shout out to Standard. We appreciate them joining us on the show. We got some very special guests lined up for Thursday. Make sure you tune on in. And until we see you then, we say tell fast we four and... Kakeets.